Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1012. We try and set ourselves apart by making sure we go the extra mile. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's two very special guests, John Sayer and Andrew Farkas. Hey, John, Andrew, are you guys buckle up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Yeah, you bet. Here we go. John and Andrew started Petrobox in June of 2016. Their concept was to highlight and promote businesses and products within the automotive community that they could stand behind. Realizing that the automotive subscription box market was extremely limited, their goal is to revolutionize the market by including items that are appealing and of quality and useful for authentic automotive enthusiasts like you and me. Friends since they were just 12 years old, John attended school for automotive technology and became a mechanic, and today he works as a part manager for Toyota. And Andrew studied IT and is well-known in the VW and Toyota car community, and he enjoys racing his Honda Grom, which we'll learn a little bit more about that little bike in the future. So, gentlemen, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would each of you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your life and passion for automobiles? And we'll start with John. Yeah, so me and Andrew have been friends forever. He's really one of the reasons I got into cars. Uh, His whole family was really big into tuner cars. And the older I got, I got really into Toyotas. Uh, Old Toyotas are my favorite thing in the world. The rear-wheel drive Toyotas, I've had so many of them at this point. My driveway is currently overfilled with them. (laughs) And uh, I just love everything about them. They're just so fun to drive. You know, you hear that quote all the time. It's better to drive a slow car fast than a fast car slow. Oh, yeah. These cars will have 80 horsepower, and you can beat on them all day long and they always work and they're just so much fun to drive very cool how about you andrew well i i grew up all the way around cars um my father actually had an old md that i remember you know cruising around as as young as i can remember going to different shows and that just kind of transpired into a a love of working on cars and being around cars and learning more just kind of enveloping myself in that kind of lifestyle. So when John and I had met, we just kind of, you know, hit it off. We love Toyotas. Uh, I've had plenty of them as well. A Porsche. I love my Honda Grom. Just a little 125cc uh, four-stroke fuel-injected bike that I race on the weekends, like you mentioned. You know, just a lot of fun. I, I enjoy the community that it's it's brought me to and, you know, meeting new people and, and learning new things every day. Absolutely. Very cool. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra, something that has great meaning for you guys. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? We'll start with you, John. Take the wheel. This doesn't really have a lot to do with cars, but just the positivity that it creates is we're always having fun with Petrolbox. And one of my favorite quotes is, life is a shipwreck, but don't forget to sing in the lifeboats. <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of the Titanic. Yeah, it's always stuck with me because you just have to have fun. No matter what you're doing, just have fun and you're going to have a good life. 
Well, it's it's always good to go into any situation with a great attitude. And if things go awry, yeah, it's like I mentioned the Titanic because you think of the movie they were playing. The orchestra was playing on the deck as they were loading the lifeboats and trying to make things a little lighter than the tragedy that it was. So that's why that came to mind. But I like that kind of attitude. How about you, Andrew? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with John. We always try and have fun. And, and another thing that I always tell myself and I tell John, I try and say, you know, quality first. The mantra with Petrobox is we, we try and set ourselves apart by making sure we go the extra mile. We include the quality items that will set us apart. And people will notice that. In the end, that's, that's the difference. You know, it really is. My father always taught me that if you want something, save up until you can get the best that you can get. Don't settle for less because if you do, you're always going to be a little upset that you didn't wait a little longer and get what you really wanted, whether it's a car or a motorcycle or even an ice cream cone, whatever it might be. And I've always taken that to heart. Uh, I think that it really does make a difference in the long run uh, in many, many ways. Well, let's go back in time for each of you guys. I would love to hear what instigated your individual passions for cars. Tell me about that pivotal moment when you knew you indeed were a car guy. And we'll start with you this time, Andrew. Uh, Well, believe it or not, despite my involvement with the old British cars that my dad initially introduced me to, I would actually watch Bigfoot VHS tapes over and over and over again. Just I was infatuated with Bob Chandler. And I think that's thinking back, I think that was really the pivotal moment where I was like, this is so cool. This is this is what I love. This is my life. You know, I love this. Nice. How about you, John? It's really weird to say. And a lot of people don't like to mention it. But the first Fast and Furious movie, you got to think I I was born in 85. So the first Fast and Furious movie was completely just mind blown. You know, all these really cool cars. I mean, nowadays, people look back and kind of scoff at it. But it really revolutionized the import tuner just scene and culture. It it really made me just want to be part of the import scene. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, a lot of movies are that way. When you go back, uh, at the time they came out, they're pretty revolutionary and cool. But then you go back and look at them. I mean, you can go all the way back to the original King Kong movie. And people sat in theaters and went, whoa. But now it's like such a joke, this stop animation of this, you know, fake Godzilla guy or King Kong guy or whatever it might be. But yeah, things just get keep getting more and more real. But I, I love the way these movies come out and they kind of instigate passion in people. And, and then you can go out and learn more about whatever kind of car you like and Certainly, cars have been a big piece of movies back when I was a kid. It was, of course, Steve McQueen and Bullet, that Mustang, and uh, yeah. And even Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You're going to laugh at me, but uh, I love that movie when I was a little kid in that cool old car with the big rolling fenders. And uh, and uh, my folks bought me the first real book I ever had, like a real fancy book. It was Ian Fleming's Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Of course, Ian wrote all the 007 stuff later on, but... Uh, Yeah, it's fun how that uh, influences our lives. Well, let's take a look at the roads you guys have driven down. I'd love for you each to share a big challenge or a big failure. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Petrobox and exactly what that is in a few minutes. So you can incorporate that into this answer or anything you'd like. But I'd love for you to share one of those life learning moments that was a real challenge for you and kind of walk us through it. So let's start with you, Andrew. Starting Petrobox, again, this is John and I's first venture into entrepreneurship 
So there, it, it's been a learning curve. A lot of things we didn't know what to expect. Growing pains when it comes to finding product, we didn't expect it to be so hard at times. So a lot of times, you know, I I can't think of one specific moment. I mean, obviously the whole the whole growing process has been a, a learning experience for both of us. So I. I like to remind myself as well as John, you know, we just have to have patience. You know, we'll get there. We'll learn it. We'll let's let's look at what other people are doing. Let's seek out the the help that we need or the knowledge that we need. Let's find a direction. So that that patience is really kind of my mantra when it comes to getting us where we need to be in solving a problem. Well, it's all a big learning lesson, that's for sure, no matter how big or small your business is. And I love the fact that you guys are some of what I would call sidepreneurs. I, I think you both have regular jobs here in the day, and you're trying to start this business. So you've started this business, trying to make something out of it that it becomes a mainstay for you. And the greatest way to go through these things is to, yeah, look at every one of these challenges as a big lesson. What can I learn from this? How did I screw that one up? Or why is this so hard? And you touched on this a little bit, Andrew, and maybe John wants to elaborate on it. But that is seeking out help. So many times people are kind of reluctant to go find help, but finding people who've done it before, asking for their help, because most business people will help you out a little bit. They'll spend some time because they recognize that they've been through that before. So how about you, John? What's been a big challenge for you? Well, absolutely. I mean, searching out people that have done it before has really helped us. That's what that's actually what got us off the ground, because I came up with the idea and one of our really good friends that we had known prior owns a similar company, but it has to do with tactical supplies like knives and gun products and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he has a very large company. And he basically just kind of set out the exact playing field for us to start this company and didn't want anything out of it. He knew it was going to be a big thing. And he said, I just want you guys to be, I just want you guys to be as good as what we are. Mm-hmm. And that, that's been so helpful to actually get some somebody who's been in the exact same kind of space and somebody that we can talk to to kind of throw ideas and, and know what we need to do. Was there one thing that you kind of hit your head up against the wall with that you seek this friend's advice out that he really helped guide you through? Can you can you think back to one thing that really stands out that, and I know Andrew mentioned trying to find products. I mean, that's a difficult thing to do, products to sell to consumers that are of quality and things you like, but is there something that stands out for you you could share? There have been several things that we've reached out to him and directly asked him, what should our growth be like? How much should we be paying for advertising? What kind of advertising has worked for you? That's really, advertising is huge in almost every business. And he told us basically where he would put the advertising money and we've kind of went with that. And I bounce ideas off of them all the time. I'll text them and say, hey, should we spend this much money on on this kind of venture or maybe on this venture instead? And he, he gives really great feedback and things that have worked for him and his company. And that's been very helpful for us. It's a huge takeaway for listeners out there that have their own businesses is seek out people that are more successful than you and, and ask them how have they done it. And again, most of the time, Unless you're a direct competitor, they'll usually share some ideas and concepts with you. And if you come at them from the standpoint of respecting their time, that helps a lot, too, because people are busy, of course. So uh, I like that. You've shared some good ideas. Let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a, 
a business or career aha moment, kind of a time when those headlights illuminate a, a new path or maybe a good pivot for you guys in your business. Tell us about one of your aha moments, and we'll start with John. The biggest aha moment I had was during last summer during a car meet. We were just hanging out, and I look over and I see a guy wearing a Petrobox t-shirt, a shirt that we had included in our box, and just random, unknown to me, this guy is walking by, and I said, hey, that's an awesome t-shirt. And that's when I really saw it. You could see that we're, we're doing something in the car community. When you see somebody wearing that shirt, it just lets you know you're doing right with what you're doing. Yeah, it's it's cool when you see something you produced or supplied to somebody and you see it out in the public. It's a pretty special moment, that's for sure. How about you, Andrew? How about an aha moment for you? Mine kind of stems off of the a, a similar thing. When we're putting so much effort and work into Petrobox, again, this is kind of a side thing for us. We We were doing it out of our garage for a short while. When we're putting in this effort and... After a while, it feels like you're not getting anywhere. You're turning your wheels. You're not sure if you're just going in circles or not. When you start seeing that recognition and people recognizing what Petrobox is and you start getting that notoriety, typically I'll handle our, our social media stuff. And then when I see this feedback and the influx of feedback from customers, and it's a good feeling. So again, it's like an aha. We're, we're finally getting somewhere. We're doing the right thing. This is the success we're looking for. Yeah, yeah, it's a great feeling. I I always remember, I've not been doing this podcast for a whole long time, but I remember the first time somebody emailed me and said, hey, you really affected my life today with that talk you had with that that uh, guest of yours. And you go, whoa, I reached somebody. I touched somebody. I affected yeah. somebody's life in a positive way. That is so cool. Makes you feel really cool. Or if I'm at a car show and people will come up, or even on, I was just recently on a trip, I was asked to be a keynote speaker. Somebody on the airplane said, hey, are you Mark Green from Cars? Yeah. And I'm like, you know me? You recognize me? Uh, it's really a great feeling. You feel like you're, you've done uh, something that you've tried to go out and do. Well, let's talk about your guys' first really special car, special vehicle. Maybe it's a motorcycle. That first car that had great meaning for you. And we'll start with you, John. The first car that really had great meaning to me was my 1982 Celica GT. Basically, I traded in my old car at, right after graduation, took all my graduation money, and I went and bought this 82 Celica GT, and this thing was beautiful. It was a two-tone gray and black. It had some big 16-inch Boyd Coddington wheels on it, and th this thing was just gorgeous. I, I really love this car, and it just got me into that rear-wheel drive Toyota thing, and it just has snowballed from there. Yeah, cool. Great car. How about you, Andrew? Believe it or not, John actually had a big part in my first special car. I wasn't even legal to drive or anything yet, <laughs> and I found a 1986 Toyota Corolla uh, from a gentleman in, in Florida. And I, at the time, it sounds like such an odd car to chase after, but they're actually a big collector car to an extent. They have a huge following. And I found this really, it was about five different shades of red, uh, but it ran. It was a twin cam, 16-valve, uh, four-cylinder, five-speed, rear-wheel drive car, mm -hmm. and I wanted it. And I was like, John, you know, let's let's go and get it. So I actually talked the guy into meeting us halfway in about South Carolina. John went with me and my father. I bought the car for $1,800, 
John actually drove it back for me in the past while I was sitting in the passenger seat. And over the course of about 11 or 12 years, we had totally gone through this car, you know, just learning how to turn every nut and bolt from top to bottom. You know, that that was just a huge learning experience for me. And there was a special attachment to that. Absolutely. That that car means even even a lot to me. I remember Mm -hmm. on that drive home, my mom called me and said, Hey, where are you at? School just called and said, you're not at school. (laughs) I'm in North Carolina, mom. She she started freaking out. And I said, it's okay. I'm with Andy and his dad. Well, why didn't you tell me that? Yeah. I would have go anyway. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, Toyota Celicas, gee, you guys bring back a memory for me because uh, I had a girlfriend in first year of college, I think it was, who had a 72, I believe, uh, and I think it was a five-speed. My memory serves me right. I love driving that car. She'd let me drive it all the time, and it was just, God, the engine was bulletproof. You couldn't kill the thing. It was just such a great car, and that was earlier generation than the ones you're talking about, but... Uh, I still, to this day, love that styling of those first-generation Celica GTs. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are those are really hard to find nowadays as well. Well, they've all rusted away. That's the problem with them. So, yeah, exactly. uh, Oh, gosh. Well, how about seller's remorse? Do each of you guys have a, a car that you really wish you had not let go? And we'll start with John. Yeah, that 82 Celica I actually traded for a 1985 two-tone rear-wheel drive Corolla, and I had that car for several years, and I love that car so much. Actually, I've recently just been trying to reach out and find who owns it. Past couple months, I have had zero leads. Mm. I'd really love to have that car back so much. Yeah, cool. Andrew? I'm sure everybody's thinking, well, he's going to want his old Corolla back, but I had that for 12 years, and you know, after a point, I, I had other cars on the side that I was kind of daily driving. And I had a 2004 Volkswagen R32 and they just drive so nice. Big six cylinder, all wheel drive, really nice bolstered Koenig Recaro seats. And I just had a special attachment to it and I sold it for almost no reason at all. So for a couple of years, I had always kicked myself for selling it. And believe it or not, I actually went to Georgia and purchased another one just to make myself satisfied again. (laughs) There you go. There you go. All right, guys. So I'd love for you to tell me a little bit more about Petrobox, how it works, what it is, why would somebody come to your website and sign up to get a box of things that they have no idea what's going to come to them other than automotive related items of sorts. So this is your chance to kind of sell what you're doing. So somebody gets all lathered up and goes, I want to go and sign up for that. So whoever wanted to take, whoever, say that again. Whoever wants to take the ball here and run with it, here's your chance to explain Petrobox. So every month we'll send out some really quality items. You know, we'll use detailing equipment and supplies from name brand quality companies like Adams, Jack's Wax, Chemical Guys, people like that, and, and apparel from great companies like Hoonigan, Far From Stock, Euro Trash, Scotch and Iron and a lot of different tools, uh, really useful items that you'll find and a use for every single day that you're working on your car. And every month, every other month, we've been adding in 
really neat coasters from a company called 112. Uh, they're, they're laser engraved coasters that look like wheels. And so if you subscribe for a number of months, you'll have an entire collection sitting on your coffee table. Really awesome thing. And every month we give away a free set of Rotiform wheels. Wow. We wouldn't want free wheels. That is really cool. So a lot of these companies you've mentioned have been guests here on my show. So I know who they are. I know the quality. So the great thing about this for listeners out there is you're not just going to get a box of junk. You're going to get some well-vetted, well-sorted, very thought-through automotive items from pure enthusiasts, John and Andrew, of course, that they are positive you're going to open up and be very excited about. So it's just like Christmas every month with Petrobox. I love it. Great idea, guys. Yeah, this. I mean, these are things that we are excited about and we stand behind and we want to share with everybody, whether you've heard of it or not. I mean, there's always something um, that's new to people and we want to promote that. We want to help everybody learn about these awesome things that we have learned about. Absolutely. And I would think for the vendors, the people that you are sourcing products from, they would love it too because it gives their products a chance to get in front of somebody that maybe hasn't tried their product before as well. So you're in in essence uh, enforcing uh, other brands or helping other brands grow through Petrobox, right? Bingo. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Great idea, guys. Very unique uh, and very fun. I love the idea of uh, getting cool car stuff every month delivered right to my door. What could be better than that? Oh, yeah. Great. Well, here's a very introspective question for each of you. And I'll start with you, John. If you were a car, what kind of car would John be and why? I feel like I'd be almost like a a Volkswagen bus. I, I, I just see a Volkswagen bus, and I feel like that's a pretty laid-back guy right there. <laughs> Very nice. How about you, Andrew? Uh, John and I were actually talking about that when we got together, and we came to the conclusion that I would be something along the lines of like a Lotus Esprit, flashy and and uh, you know sharp, but always but, but very know, high maintenance, right. <laughs> and always late. <laughs> yeah. Well, those British cars sometimes they have a little challenge, but uh, maybe that's some of your dad rubbing off on you there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My dad's first uh, sports car was an MGTC, nineteen forty nine. So uh, yeah. They have a little special place in my heart. Well, guys, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, this is Mark Green. You know, I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school. That was way back in 1975. This month, I'm offering you, as a Cars Yeah listener, a very special deal. Starting April 16th, 2018, through April 30th, 2018, you'll receive 10% off all NOAA Fabric custom car covers and 10% off all Wolf ready-fit semi-custom covers. Simply use the code CARSYAP on checkout at Covercraft.com. NOAA is the most popular outdoor fabric specially made by Kimberly Clark to protect your special vehicle. It provides maximum protection from the harmful UV rays of the sun, Rain, dust, those nasty bird droppings, snow, dings, and it's breathable, and it's very soft on your paint. Wolf ready-fit semi-custom covers are an economical option and provide indoor and outdoor protection for your special car. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me later, and your car will thank me too. That's Covercraft.com, and be sure to use the code CARSYA at checkout. That's Covercraft.com. 
What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, guys, we're back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you each to give us a quick blip of the throttle answers. So, John, what's the best automotive advice you've ever received? The best advice I've received is that there is a butt for every seat. And it really helps me realize that no matter what the car looks like, somebody loves it. So I really can't make fun of it. So you're right. You're right. I always say if it rolls on rubber, I love it. So that's the way I look at cars. They each have their own little uh, that's a good one. high point and low point. How about you, Andrew? Uh, mine actually comes in the form of racing. I heard the, the saying, you got to go slow to go fast. And it's always resonated with me because when you're racing, you, it's easy to get ahead of yourself. So I, I try and remind myself, you got to go slow to go fast. Yeah, great advice. Now, how about a personal habit? John, what's your personal habit that has helped you contribute to your success? I really like waking up early. I feel like early morning person, I'm able to get things done quicker. There's not as much going on and you don't even have to worry about it. You get so much done in the first couple hours that the rest of the day you can do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, John, I have heard that from so many exceptionally successful business people on this show, uh, all the way up to billionaires uh, that get up early, start your day early get going with things, and it is an exceptionally nice part of the day to get things done. How about you, Andrew? I'm kind of laughing a little bit, going back to John saying that I can be late everywhere. Um, (laughs) It happens to be that I'm a little obsessive compulsive. So like anything I do, I I have to like double check it, triple check it. Same thing happens with cars. I mean, I I have a hard time letting anybody work on my stuff because I have to do it myself. I understand. I understand. I got a little bit of that same issue going on. <laughs> now about resources. There are a lot of great resources, including Petrobox. But is there one that each of you really like to go to or you find yourself looking at quite often? How about you, John? I like to really spend some time on YouTube just looking and watching people build their cars. There's a couple of really great video there's a couple of really great vlogs on YouTube where people just show themselves building their cars. One of my favorite one is probably Taylor Ray in Florida. He He's building like a LS1 swapped Miata. And I just love watching that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, YouTube. That can suck a lot of time, but there's a lot of great guys there doing some cool things. How about you, Andrew? I'm one of the more, well, I guess I can't say it's old school, but it's kind of dying. But I really appreciate a good forum thread on somebody just building a car. 
you know, especially if it's well documented, I nothing will keep my uh, attention lo- better than that. Is there a forum that you find yourself going to quite often? Uh, there's a couple Volkswagen Vortex, the old Club 4AG. A lot of these are being kind of overrun by Facebook, unfortunately. But I always find myself gravitating to those old build threads where I just you can learn so much, you know, reading about how people do things. Yeah, absolutely. Although you've got to vet some of the comments in some of these forums because everybody's an expert at the keyboard. <laughs> but uh Sometimes they're not really that much of an expert, but I do love uh, listening to people's ideas and things. Now, if I could arrange for you guys to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would you guys like to sit down with? John? It would definitely have to be one of the comedians that are into cars. It'd be so hard to pick between one of them, but, you know, the Jay Leno, the Tim Allen, Adam Carolla, one of those guys would be so much fun to just sit down. Jerry Seinfeld would be another one. Just be so much fun. I, I can imagine just sitting there for hours talking and laughing and driving around in their very expensive cars. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. I have had Adam Carolla here on Cars, yeah, and I've had Spike Ferriston, who's got a television show, and, of course, he wrote for the Seinfeld uh, series way back in the day. He was responsible for the soup Nazi of all silly things, but – uh yeah, I'd love to get Jay Leno on the show and Tim Allen and Jerry Seinfeld. Those guys are hard to nail down, but eventually I will land them. How about you, Andrew? Kind of going back to how I was saying I was really big in, in uh, Bigfoot and whatnot. Unfortunately, Bob Chandler's passed away. It would just be like a childhood fantasy to sit and chat with him. I actually saw Bigfoot one at this past year's uh, SEMA, and I just kind of, John was I like. I couldn't even drag him away. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like a little kid. I mean, yeah. It, it's one of those things. It's nostalgic. Sure. Absolutely. I, when I was a little kid, my dad took me to the Orange County Raceway. I got to see Don Garlett, who's a famous drag racer from way, way back, uh, race his cars. And then the after show was Evil Knievel jumping over school buses. And I thought I had died and gone to heaven. I waited in a long line and got his picture autographed and came home. My mom made me an Evil Knievel cape so I could go out in the street and build a ramp and jump over trash cans. And all I have to say is my experience with trash can jumping was the same as Evil Knievel's uh, Caesar Palace jump. It didn't end well. So I didn't quite have enough speed going there. Now, uh, how about a book? Uh, Have you guys uh, read a book that you think our listeners should crack open to read? Automotive or business? We'll start with John. One actually that's going out in this month's box is by Ross Bentley, The Lost Art of High-Performance Driving. Ah. It's a really great book. You'll learn so much that you don't know about your your modern car. It's a really good resource for anybody who's into autocross or track days and things like that. Ross is a great guy. He uh, lives not too far from me. He's been a guest on the show. He's been a guest in my house, actually. Awesome book, awesome resource, and there's a great uh, place on his website where you can subscribe and get uh, weekly comments about racing and driving. And Yeah, great guy. How about you, Andrew? How about a book that you would recommend? Uh, So I'm actually not a big reader, but I have picked up a couple books in the past couple years, particularly John Maxwell books. One that stuck out to me was Intentional Living. A lot of his... uh, advice just really resonates with me. So that would definitely be one that that sticks out. Yeah, great author. And I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources on John and Andrew's show notes page on the Cars Yeah website. Just go to carsyeah.com, click on John, that's J-O-N, and Andrew, and their page will pop right 
up. All right, guys, we are up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. It's going to be one for me because today I got to buy two cars. As if it isn't tough enough buying one for every guest that have been on this show. But that's okay. I'm going to have some fun buying you the car of your dreams. Money's no object, but here's the rule. You got to get rid of all your other collector cars. You can only have one cool collector car and you got to drive it. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. You got to keep this one. That kind of puts the the rules a little tight on you, but I think you're going to come up with something. So let's start with John. It would definitely be a Toyota 2000 GT. I can, oh, okay. I would love to have one white, and I would go against what everybody says, and that engine would come out, and a Supra engine would go in with triple Webers on it. And that oh. thing would just make everyone mad, but I would just <laughs> There's some purists right now that are just cringing at that comment. A Toyota 2000 GT. There's a gentleman that lives uh, north of me here about an hour that has uh, one in his collection, uh, Brown Maloney, that's just a uh, wonderful car. But I don't think he'd, he'd let me buy it for you if he knew what you were going to do to it. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to keep that secret. How about you, Andrew? What do you, what do you want? What can I buy you today? I'm definitely going to make you break out your checkbook this time. And I would appreciate it if you did buy this for me. A McLaren F1 GTR. Um, Oh, a GTR. Yeah, not just, I mean, well, I'll take whatever you get me, even if it were just the badge on the car. No, I, I, they're just so beautiful and raw and, and just, it's basically a Le Mans car or a GT car for the street. It's, it's just unreal. And, and compared to most supercars, it still hangs right in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very special car. I'll tell you, it's funny. Just had a guest on the show the other day that that's the car he picked. Not the GTR, though. You've added a whole nother level of expense and complexity here. But yeah, the McLaren F1. And I'll tell the story real quick again. I think you guys will appreciate it. Uh, I used to, well, I still go to the car week at Pebble Beach uh, every year. This will be my 27th or 28th year going. And I took my son with me for about 18 years. And we were staying in front of the lodge, and this silver McLaren F1 drives up with Colorado plates covered in bugs. The guy gets out, and I said, you really just drove all the way from Colorado in this car? And he goes, yeah, why not? That's what they're for. And I just said, I'm not worthy. I got down on my knees and bowed to this guy uh, because to take a car like that and go out and drive it, uh, the guy was my hero. I mean, that's what they're for. And Ah, goodness. Okay. Well, guys, you're not making it cheap for me today. I think you broke the bank twice uh, here at Cars. Yeah, but that's okay. You guys picked some awesome cars. I knew you would. And I really appreciate you guys coming on board here and taking us for a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Could you each offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance, life or business, before you drive off into the sunset in that Toyota 2000 GT and that McLaren F1 GTR. And I'll start with you, John. My advice would be to just stay positive. No matter what happens in life, if you have positivity in your life, you're always going to be happy. Very important. What else you need? (laughs) There you go. How about you, Andrew? I I just want to thank everybody that's really supported us. We have a lot of close friends that have been there from day one. We've had... uh, relationships that we built with vendors and wholesalers that have been there from day one. And I I can't thank them enough. Specifically speaking of like Scotch and Iron Russell, he's been great. Uh, 112 Automotive has been great. Humble Mechanic, he's kind of an up and coming uh, YouTuber. Uh, He's been a huge supporter of ours. And been on your show. 
He has. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I just want to thank everybody. If I have advice for anybody, I mean, you just got to keep at the grind. It's it'll pay off again. Like I said, you got to have patience and you like John said, you got to have positivity. Yep, absolutely. Well, you guys are definitely uh, walking the talk and I'm really proud of what you guys are doing, uh, being very adventurous with this new venture, Petrobox. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you guys and Petrobox? Well, you can find us online at www.mypetrolbox.com. We're also on Instagram uh, actively. Uh, you can find us at, at my.petrolbox. We're always actively posting. We like to share funny car pictures. We're always sharing you know, customers' pictures of unboxings. We actually give away a set of Rotiform wheels every month. So there's incentive for everybody to subscribe. We're just really, uh, we're active in our community and we, we appreciate any engagement. You're more than welcome to reach out to us. We'll always be happy to talk with you. There you go. Well, again, listeners, you can find links to everything that John and Andrew have shared on their show notes page and how to reach out to these guys. Just go to carsyad.com, type in John, J-O-N, and Andrew, and their page will pop right up. Guys, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your automotive experiences with the Cars Yeah listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see both of you down the road. Thank you for having us. I I really appreciate it. Very much so. Thank you. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Cars Yeah.